everybody. Welcome to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I'm your host, Paul Casey. Joining me today, uh, you know what? I'll just let him introduce himself. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name is Jake. Uh, good friend of mine, all the way from Michigan, calling in. Uh, now, we met in Hawaii, right? Correct. To Lost, for those who may not listen to Lost with Friends. Um, give Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, uh, where to begin? I am uh, 24 years old. Um, I am a national trainer for a large fast food restaurant out there nationally and internationally. Um, uh, I don't know what else to say. I'm not too much of an exciting guy. Uh, That's absolutely not true. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Uh, huge Loss fan. Jumped in early season one. And uh, after the show ended, of course, I, I kept pretty active in the Lost community and wanted to uh, keep the love of Lost going. So I heard about Lost 2014 and I knew instantly that I was going to go, even if I couldn't rally anybody to come with me. Uh, so I did end up making the trip alone, but it was definitely the best decision I've ever made. And we met there uh first night, I think, right? First, yeah, the first night at the welcome party, uh, we... I jumped in on a conversation about the worst episode of Lost, and uh, uh, from there, the rest is history. Absolutely. Um, so now, we were deciding earlier what we would talk about and whatever, and I figured since you're from Michigan, the Detroit area in particular, uh, we hear so much about Detroit in the media and things like that. Can you tell us about the real Detroit? The real Detroit is is a mixture of... of what a lot of people have read and uh, what they haven't seen yet. Um, there, I, I won't run away or shy away from the, the stories and the actual statistics that have shown the negative side of Detroit in the, in the pictures as well. Those are real. Those are there. Um, I can't change that. I can't fight that. Um, but there's also uh, – it's, it's a work in progress. It's not the same Detroit as it was uh, several years ago through the bankruptcies uh, the auto companies failing, even the corruption. Um, it, it, we're not there yet, but we're getting there. And uh, it's it's definitely at a, a much quicker pace than I, I thought, but I thought it would be. But um, yeah, so it's, it's again, it's a combination of what you have seen and what you haven't seen. Okay. I was actually talking uh, with someone at work the other day and I, I said that, you know, you had asked me about possibly coming out and uh, this person was like, oh, yeah, there's no real good time to visit Detroit. And I'm like, what's that supposed to mean? And, you know, uh, it was, you know, oh, well, Detroit, blah, blah, blah. They're so terrible. And I'm like, uh, I highly doubt that because Jake thought that our area was going to be terrible based on what former Vice President Joe Biden said. And I'm pretty sure he had a pleasant time when he was here. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, Scranton. Yeah. Uh, in Scranton, Wilkes-Barre area, it was there was this negative connotation about it and I didn't know too much about it. And, uh, so I read about Scranton before I, I flew in and sure enough, even the many articles I were reading too were, were that Scranton's turning around. Uh, of course there wasn't that much to do, but it wasn't at least, uh, a, a horrible place to visit. And I had, a, I had a good time there. I would definitely go back. There you go. People Detroit <laughs> and Scranton, not so bad. Yes. 
I uh, literally have a mouse pad that I'm looking at right now. It's an aerial shot of, of downtown Detroit, and it says across the center, it's not that bad here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were talking – okay, so from Detroit, I have to ask you, uh, who – I'm going to name you three artists or th- yeah. artists or musical groups. Which is more – representative of Detroit or which is more, uh, I don't know how to say it. Um, yeah, no, I guess representative of Detroit would probably be the best. Uh, Eminem, insane clown posse or kid rock. All right. Uh, so I'm going to knock insane clown posse off there immediately. So, um, they are, I did look into this a little bit. They, they are, do have Detroit roots. They also have roots in the suburbs surrounding Detroit. But I haven't listened to much ICP. I don't feel like they dropped the Detroit name out there. Um, I don't see a lot of Juggalos in the area. I'm, in fact, I don't know if I've ever really seen a Juggalo in real life, at least with, like, the makeup and stuff. I'm not down with the clowns. So, I, you know, I'm going to knock ICP right off that. Uh, Kid Rock. Now, Kid Rock is... No, he, I don't think, no, he's never lived in Detroit. He's lived in the suburbs of Romeo uh, and Roseville close by. But um, he's uh, a big name, though. He definitely shouts out Detroit as often as he can. He talks about the state of Michigan. And uh, he represents it really well. You know, he talks about, he's got the song all summer long. And he talks about a summertime in northern Michigan. And it's, uh, that's kind of how it is, summertime in northern Michigan, where it's uh, wild and free, and you got the lake and the beaches, and women, and no rules, and no uh, limits or anything like that. So he's very representative of Michigan and, and Detroit at times, too. Now, Eminem, uh, yeah, he's definitely Detroit-born. Um, he did spend some time in the suburbs. People like to argue that he never really was in Detroit, but... The house from the Marshall Mathers LP2 album cover, that's in Detroit City Limits. So, you know, he lived there. He lived in Detroit. Um, he drops many, many references to Detroit and, and real places in Detroit. It's always crazy to drive past something that you hear referenced in a song and you're like, oh, that's really the Bel Air Shopping Center? It's crazy. But um, best representative, I'm still saying Detroit, um, especially the movie Eight Mile. For those of you who have seen it. That's uh, for a, a, a poor white man or even, I guess, any any race living in Detroit. That's their lives, whether it's the trailer park, it's the shitty factory job. That's That was very representative of, of their lives in that time frame. Okay, okay. I've, I've always wondered because, you know, I, I actually listened to all three of those. Not so much on the Insane Clown Posse, but I have heard them. I'm, I'm not not a fan, you know? Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've, I've always kind of wondered which thing or, you know, group or, or singer kind of brings it home and makes you go, yeah, that represents me. So, you know, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Um, now, okay. Detroit songs. It's not going to be all music. I promise, but Detroit songs, uh, all summer long, um, what is the one? Don't stop believing, or Detroit Rock City. All I right, uh, <laughs> we all we love all three songs here. We really do. Um, don't 
Don't Stop Believing that's played at the end of every uh, Detroit Red Wings game, which is our uh, hockey team for the NHL. And, of course, the crowd gets uh, amped up when there's that line, born and raised in South Detroit. The music cuts out, actually, at that point, and the entire crowd says South Detroit. And uh, everybody loves it. Uh, even I do. <laughs> it's so cliche now here in Detroit, but you'll catch me doing it. Um, I actually caught you doing it when you were here. We were driving <laughs> yes. around, and you were singing that song. That's right. I, especially for out-of-towners and they, that they know I'm from the Detroit area, I will gladly turn the music off and shout that part of the lyric. Um, Detroit Rock City. Uh, Detroit does have a pretty good history with rock and roll, especially in its earlier days with Motown. Um, it's a great song, too, just in general, even if I wasn't from the city. All Summer Long, again, a fantastic song. He... That one really hits home because um, I haven't experienced the exact same things Kid Rock has in northern Michigan, but I do have family that has a cottage in northern Michigan, and many, many families uh, in southern Michigan commute up to northern Michigan for their vacations, especially in the summer. Um, so I have, I do have many summer, summer memories on the beach, on the lake, with friends, you know, around campfires and things like that, so... Uh, it takes me back a little bit, and I think it takes a lot of people back. Okay. It's a great song. <laughs> oh, of course. I, I I think they're all great songs, honestly. Uh, Don't Stop Believing was our high school senior song, which I didn't really right. understand for us, especially because I know uh, people who I work with who are – uh, some of them have kids my age, and they're like, that was my high school song, too. And I'm like... It, that's... Oh, so they just haven't changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> when you find, I mean, well, you know, when you find something you like, you like it, and that's all there is. As you know, Jake, around here there's not much going on, so we even stick to the same music. <laughs> uh, you probably stick to the same mayors, too, right? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. Tell the story, because I know you've been waiting to tell it somewhere. I mean, I just actually replayed these videos the other day. I mean, me and you were at a at a bar in I don't even God knows where what city we were in, but uh, it, it was wonderful. Pittston, by the way, Pittston, for anyone yes, who's but, wondering. Yeah, it was a wonderful bar. Don't get me wrong, I, I loved it. Great night. I still think about how awesome it was. But the uh, the mayor of of another city was there. I don't I won't drop his name just in case you're not up for that or anything. But uh, there was a mayor from a, uh, from a nearby city there. And uh, he was having a great time. He had many drinks. He he got on the dance floor. He was dancing with many people. And according to you, Paul, this is normal. That's it's normal behavior for him. Absolutely. Uh, he, he goes Absolutely. out to all the events and does this. And that's just not something I see here in in my part of part of the the, the uh, country. So it was very odd. It was great. Like I, I mean, he was having a great time. I was having a great time. So. It didn't hurt anybody, but I just thought it was odd and funny. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, small towns. Everybody knows everybody pretty much. And like I said, he goes out with that particular band almost everywhere they go. So he's he knows a lot of the regulars that also go out. So he's there and he's dancing with them and, and whatever. And uh, his sister, um, I believe she works the door sometimes when they when that band uh charges a cover so like they're very good friends with the band and whatever but i just i was more you were fascinated with the fact that 
the mayor of a town would be out. I was fascinated with the fact that you were fascinated by that. <laughs> I know. How many times did you just catch me staring in that direction? Absolutely. G and then giggling, you just start like... Giggling under my breath. <laughs> I'd like to say, I took a video of it. That's how much it amazed me. I I, uh, I just saw that video the a couple days ago and was laughing again, again over it. Oh, it, it, uh, it just, it was, it was, like you said, it was a very, it was a great night. Um, and you are fascinated with another aspect of that night. Um, which, do tell, do tell. Um, okay, so I am not a big drinker, uh, for anyone who's listening, anyone, <laughs> anyone who knows me. Jake immediately knows where this story is going. Um, I'm not a big drinker. But when I go out, I mean, I drink and I tend to order. I'm, I'm a Jack and Coke person. And I sometimes I'll get a 151 in tribute to one of my cousins who passed away. Uh, 151 and Coke, no ice. And, and actually, I kind of learned through him, you know, not to order ice so much because it waters down the drinks a lot of the time. And... Uh, uh, a lot of times when I go to certain bars, they don't really listen to that. This one did when I asked the one time, but pretty much there was a lot of a lot of ice. And uh, by the time I was on my second or third Jack and Coke, uh, Jake wasn't even about halfway through his uh, first beer. And he turns to me and is like, you know, how fast are you drinking these? And I'm like, well, let's see. And they put the mug in front of me and I, you know, cause I, I drink through the straw cause I'm not a very manly man. So I drink through a straw and, uh, I, you know, downed it and it was, I'm like, okay, it's eight fifty now. Let's see. And I downed it and it was still eight fifty. Right. And Jake was like, what is going on? And, uh, what was the final count by the end of the night? Was, was it 11? Was I believe it, 11? it was 11. It was 11, yeah, it was 11. Oh, my gosh. Yes, no, it was uh, 11 Jack and Cokes, but like you had mentioned, watered down, ice cubed up, so... Uh, but still impressive, because even watered up and ice cubed up, I, I couldn't I couldn't have done 11. Which is, is odd, because like I, like I said, I don't, I don't drink that often, and, you know, but it was just, I just kept... Going and going and going. <laughs> well, I think double impressive, it didn't affect you. Like, at least if it did, you hit it very well. But I was under the impression that you probably didn't have too much of a buzz. Yeah, that was the other part was I, I didn't really get, like, towards the end of the night, I got, like, the teeniest buzz. But I was I was walking perfectly. I was talking. And, you know, everything was... It was as if we had just walked in the bar, my state, when we, I mean, not that, not that Jake was, was, you know, falling over or anything, but, you know, with how many drinks I had, it was as if we were just walking in the bar when we were just walking out. I was exactly the same way. Exact same. <laughs> <laughs> exact same. So that was, uh, that was impressive, uh, for sure. <laughs> um... All right, so now you obviously, and I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. You don't want to name the uh, particular food chain that you work for, but you said you um, you give tours around the the city sometimes. But you use 3D models. Uh, yeah. So I guess I can explain a little more. Um, uh, I work for Little Caesars. Actually, I'm not too afraid of that because I'll talk about them in a good light. Love that company. Um, the owner Mike Illich 
he's involved in in several projects uh, across the city uh, to to make it better. Um, we are, we're building a new hockey arena for the Detroit Red Wings. My uh, company is also building a new headquarters directly next to our current one. So we've got some exciting things going on in the city. And what we, uh, I guess what Mike Illich actually decided, he, he called it the District Detroit. It's 50 blocks of this downtown area um, that's going to be a mixed-used, mixed-developed area with restaurants, bars, uh, sporting places, uh, arenas and stuff like that, uh, theaters, housing, t- uh, stores, just et cetera, et cetera, ton- tons of things to do packed in this 50-block area. It's not the first of its kind. There's plenty of other cities around that do it. Georgetown in Washington, D.C. is one of them. Uh, Lodo out in Denver, Colorado. South Beach in San Francisco, California. All those are very similar ideas where you pack your entertainment, your living, your dining all in one uh, close proximity. Proximity? Proximity? There you go. That's a word. Um, Anyways, across the street from my headquarters um, is Comerica Park which is where the Detroit Tigers play baseball. Inside Comerica Park, there's a room. We call it the District Detroit Preview Center. And inside that room, we have a bunch of uh, 3D models of the 50-block area with, you know, real build, you know, 3D buildings built to scale and stuff. Um, and we can point out, here's where this is coming up. Here's where this is coming up. You know, we're standing right here. Across the street's going to be this, you know. Um, there's plenty of artists rendering photos we can show them of what the finished design is going to look like. We got a couple videos for there. Um, it's it's super fun being a tour guide, especially because I enjoy the city so much. I enjoy my company so much, and I enjoy what we're doing for the city that I'm actually very just naturally passionate about it. And um, I take I give this tour to franchisees from all across the country. So a lot of them either have that negative connotation about Detroit or they're not sure what's going on in Detroit. And so it blows their mind. Paul, I wish I could take you on this tour. It, it's crazy. You know, people that don't know much about Detroit, they come out and they're like, wow, this is, this city is on the up and up right now. And it, it, I, it is. And I love being able to show people uh, through photos, through the model, through the videos, however, that we are on the up and up. That actually sounds really awesome. And, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, if I'll be able to to come out there for a few days before we go back to Hawaii, a few days before, a few days after. And I, I'm definitely looking into it. I'm looking into making, uh, trying to make little weekend trips to see a few people in the, you know, the, the United States or, or maybe even a few certain people in Canada or things like that. So, nice. I mean, obviously, I'm definitely looking to... Uh, to come out there and um, if you can sneak me into the uh, headquarters uh, thing, I would love to see the renderings. Right. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> sounds, like a good, sounds like a good goal to me. I, uh, I, my, my badge works. I can get us access in there 24 uh, seven. It's just sneaking around security sometimes. <laughs> Um, I am also going to talk about Little Caesars in a positive light. Love their pizza. Not looking for sponsorship, I promise. Uh, love their pizza. Is Every so one? often, I will take uh, a picture and show Jake, you know, hey, look, I bought your pizza today. And uh, actually, I sent you one, was it yesterday, as of this recording? Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I ate the whole thing within 30 minutes. I felt there like such go. a fatty. Um <laughs> 
it was a good looking pizza. You know, obviously, I whenever I look at a pizza, you send me a photo of a pizza. I have the, you know, that eye for what a pizza should look like because of all I've been with the company for eight and a half years now, and uh, obviously we have certain standards we hold our pizzas to. Um, so of course, I, you know, I'm looking at that pizza right now, and I mean, besides some bubbles that aren't supposed to be there, it looks good. <laughs> So I, I look at it in an analytical way. I don't look at it like I mean, it's, it, it looked delicious. I'm sure it was, like as you said. But I also look at it from a uh, employee perspective. <laughs> I do the same thing if I'm ever out at at a flea market or something, and somebody's selling produce, and I'm looking at you know the you know I look and the funniest thing is you know people be uh, you know oh locally grown produce or whatever, and it's the exact same thing that we carry in our store from like California or whatever. Holy smokes, isn't that false advertising? Isn't that uh, frowned upon? Uh, it's frowned upon, but it's a flea market. What does it matter? <laughs> uh, all right. Not much regulation, I guess. Uh, no. They don't really have flea markets or sw- what would they call the Midwest swap meets, maybe? No, no, uh, uh, both. Both, actually. I, I'm familiar with the term. I don't spend too much time there, but I, yeah, I'm familiar with them. Oh, Mr. Richie Rich over here. <laughs> yeah, let's not go that far. <laughs> um. No, okay, wait. Now, uh, you know, uh, terms that are different. You were telling me, because we call it soda here. We mm-hmm. call it pop there, Correct. right? Yep. Now, what did you say in another part of the country it was? It's it's uh, Coke. Just Coke. No matter doesn't the matter brand. What, doesn't matter what you want. It's Coke. That is so weird. Yeah. Uh, southern United States, southern southwestern-ish uh, United States, I believe. Just Coke. That is so weird to me. Uh, I, absolutely. I mean, I I can't imagine, like, what – because what if, like – What if you prefer Pepsi? Yeah, exactly. Well, but I guess one they'd only have one or the other. If I said Coke, that's automatically a Pepsi in a, in a way. But what if I wanted a Sprite, a clear drink, like a Sprite? And I said, Coke, are they going to bring me some some darker drink like Pepsi or Coke? It just doesn't work. You can't, <laughs> you can't say a specific product name – for a generic, you know, for a generic uh, term, it's it's not possible. I don't know. That would be like, and I I know you're gonna get all angry when I say this, but that would be like me going, oh yeah, let's go order a Domino's instead of pizza. Well, right, it doesn't work because then I'd be like, uh, what if you didn't want Domino's, and then I come up with a Domino's pizza, and you're like, no, I meant something like Little Caesars, and it's like, well, you gotta be a little more specific. Yeah, you can't use a specific company for a generic term. I don't know. That's just my. <laughs> I think like rules of living there, but I don't know. No, they I mean I, I agree with you. <laughs> they make it work. Yeah, we did we did talk about this and we did have kind of a similar what the heck moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we have to recreate it for the mics now, Jake. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm still passionate about it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Recreating will be easy when I still have the same frustration as I did back then. <laughs> Back then, meaning what, like a month ago? <laughs> yeah, something like that. A month, two months ago, something like that. Um, okay, so uh, we were talking the other day, and because we were looking for potential topics of discussion, and we kind of got, and I know we we touched on it before, but we kind of got into talking about music, and I said, oh, we need to save this conversation for you know the podcast. I don't oh, right. remember exactly what we were talking about, but it was something about hip hop music, right? Uh, yeah. Was it that? image i sent to you and i was like which album would you pick or something or well that no. I, I think you sent me that based on the conversation 
Yeah, gosh, what were we talking about? Uh, I know that I had said, um, uh, what was it? I know I said something about, uh, you know, Snoop Dogg and how I'm not that big a fan of, like, some of his later stuff as much as I am some of his earlier stuff. I know, right. like, I know, I know it was kind of like an, uh, a new hip hop versus old hip hop sort of thing. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what we were discussing. Um, <laughs> we were actually sitting out on break today and this car rolls through the parking lot blasting like whatever, I, I don't know, some modern rap song. And, and I, I didn't know it. And my boss was like, you know, Paul, I, I thought that was you for a second on your phone. And I'm like, I would not listen to this. And I said that I actually saw a video recently. It's been going around, so everybody's probably seen it. But it's a video of Snoop Dogg on a news show or something where he said, um, you know, he's like, oh, I was in the studio and somebody was trying to get me to rap like these new guys. And it was like, you know, he goes, all right, do one of these. And he goes, and I looked at him like, I don't do this. Get out of here. And then my boss tell the dog father how to rap that's exactly uh, that's, no no respect well, then, your legends that's what i've always said in anywhere in music but really in the rap game too is respect your legends take for instance nas i've never listened to him he's never really like uh the little that i have heard of him like nothing stuck out but i will never talk crap about him because his record sales and his reputation and stuff respect your legends he's been in the game for how long now you, you know, never heard, you never heard the Ether you know, song? I never heard Ether. But I know oh. of I know of Ether and I know about the feud between him and Jay-Z. So and how integral in hip hop history that was. So again, respect your legends, and I'm hoping your mouth is now shut after I just dropped that bombshell on you. <laughs> it it is, but I'm still shocked. <laughs> I know, I know. That's uh, some things. I, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest hip hop head out there. That's for sure. I mean, I, I definitely probably know a little more history than I do the music sometimes. Um, but it's something I need to do. I definitely need to get into more old school hip hop. Like, uh, uh, of course, I know of NWA, and I listened to a little bit of them before Straight Outta Compton, but then after Straight Outta Compton, I was like, I need to listen to more of them and, and dip back into that because uh, I like what they were rapping about, and I like the music. So, Yeah, they're, they're pretty much, if you're going to get into rap, like that's one of the, th- anything, really anything Dr. Dre related, in my opinion, but. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel really bad because I don't want to say we've run out of things to talk about, but <laughs> I think we've run out of things to talk about. All right. No, it's not How's all the right. planning going? Um, I still haven't, uh, I still haven't booked anything. I am looking to see because I have to make a payment on one of my credit cards. So once I, once that's done, I will, uh, I did put in the, the week's for vacation at work, they have, we have a planner that goes around and it's like, okay, you know, everybody pick what weeks you want. So, um, I did pick the, the two weeks that I want to take. And of course, one of the guys picked the exact one of the, the same weeks, like moments before I did. And I marked it off anyway, because I'm like, this is when I'm going like, hey, Wait, there's which, no question. Which days? I gotta, I gotta mark this down now, which exact. Um, 
if Jeez. I'm not mistaken, it's the weeks end because our weeks go from Monday to Sunday. Okay. So if I'm if I remember correctly, it's the week that ends. You know, let me pull up my calendar here one moment. Uh, I'd want to keep talking because I don't want there to be dead air. That's not good for a podcast. Absolutely. Um, not. Okay, October the week ending. I believe it's the eighth and the yeah the eighth is a Sunday. The 8th and the 15th? Okay. I so starting the 2nd, that Monday the 2nd? Yeah, that's probably, yeah, that'll probably be when. I might actually try to work that day. When does, it starts on the 5th? Yeah, Thursday the 5th. Okay, yeah, so I might work maybe Monday and Tuesday, fly out Wednesday, but I know the last time I was there, I don't know if this happened to you, but I got there and I left here at like 7 in the morning uh -huh. And by the time I got there, it was like one thirty in the afternoon and I've, yeah. I had an issue checking in. And then by the time I finally got everything all taken care of, I took a shower. It was like three, maybe four o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, oh, I should go out and explore. I should do this. I was asleep by like six. <laughs> and then I woke <laughs> up at 3 a.m. <laughs> and that was the day, the day before all the Lost 2014 stuff. Uh, I believe so, yeah. See, I got there. The way it worked for me, I was actually in Las Vegas for a work event, and I flew. Everybody else flew home. I stayed in Vegas for two extra days and then flew from Vegas to Hawaii. Hell of a trip. Um, so I got there minutes before uh, the Jorge Garcia uh, event started. So it was throw your stuff down and get there, you know. So Well, luckily, uh, you were staying in the same hotel. Right, so it was just floors below, um, and I made it. I made it on time. Yeah, so I'm. I want. I'd like. I'd like to do Pearl Harbor, and uh, that's almost a day in itself, depending on where you're going. The things open from like seven thirty to five, but to get to the battleship, that's only open till three. So you kind of got to go early in the morning. Um, so I want to do that, and I'm half debating. If I want to go to this island called uh, Lunai, Lanai, something like that, or I think Lanai, it's uh, there's a, a cat sanctuary on there with like hundreds of cats. I'm a huge cat person, so like to be surrounded by cats, like if that's if that's how I die, that's how I die. But um, I want that opportunity, so it's a 45 minute flight between the islands. I don't know. I'm trying to figure that in there and just. How many days exactly am I going to need off? Because the flight back, and and you can relate to this being in the Eastern Time Zone, that's a whole day. That's that's could be longer than a day going from Hawaii to anywhere on the East Coast. That's that's a day of travel. Absolutely. When I I left there, it was I think twelve thirty in the afternoon uh -huh. on a fri Thursday Friday, and by the time I got home, it was one thirty in the afternoon the next day. Mm -hmm. But really, yep, so... it was only, uh, I think, like nine hours of... Uh, no, I don't know how long it was, but it was like... It, I, I did. I lost a day coming back. Yeah, so I gotta I gotta factor that into taking time off. I don't know. Some of the flights I looked at, like, get they get me back either at like 6.30 in the morning so then I can go straight to work, which would be miserable, but I'll do it. Or I come back at like 10 o'clock and I just do a half day in the afternoon, but... Well, that's why when I when I went the last time, I uh, had a few. I made sure that from work, I had a few extra days off, so that I could, you know, I had like two, three days off, so that I could try to, uh, you know, get back into a normal sleep cycle. 
Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, I did not know you were a cat person. Uh, I, right. Yeah, I don't think we discussed it, but yes. I am not always, not so much anymore, but I often send cat-related, uh, you know, humorous things to uh, Megan and Alyssa. Now that I know, I will have to include <laughs> you in on those uh, messages. Megan's cat is adorable. <laughs> I, I just said to her the other day, it is my favorite non-fictional cat. <laughs> Yeah, I got uh, two of them that live with my mom uh, that I used to live with as well. So, yep. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that about you. I wouldn't. I would never have guessed that either. Most people don't, um, and then they are shocked to hear that. I think I was talking to. Oh yeah, no, I was talking to like Esteban, Kevin, and a few other people about going to this cat island, and they're like, "God, no!" They were like, "That'd be the most miserable thing ever." <laughs> like Kevin's like, "Oh, dogs are you know, dogs are where it's at. Like if it was a dog island, I'd go." And I was like, "All right, guys, I'm just gonna sit this out. You know, like sorry for putting in my two cents, but I guess okay." Well, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Esteban. I mean, I know you said Kevin, but I know Esteban. I'm pretty sure is is into dogs as well. Or at least they were all uh, into dogs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Esteban is into dogs not being able to catch things. Oh yes, yes, that's very true. <laughs> His uh the the videos, the gifts and stuff that he shows are hilarious. <laughs> um Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't know that. I, I'm not a pet person at all. I, I don't really like pets. I never really had pets. I had fish when I lived with my grandfather and the way that, cause I don't really remember him very well. Um, he passed away when I was uh, eight, nine years old. Um, but the way that my mother tells the story is that I, uh, cause I would, I would be there through the week cause I would go to school and cause my parents worked. So then I would go home on the weekends and pretty much from the time that I left there to, you know, going back to my parents' house, the fish would die because no one else would feed them over the weekend and every, oh, <laughs> yeah. And it was my grandfather, my aunt, my cousin and I all living there and no one else would feed the fish for the whole weekend. And so, um, I would, uh, I would come home, I would come back and I, I guess I would cry and whatever. Cause you know, my, my fish were dead and my grandfather would buy me new fish. And after a certain point, my mother goes, you have to stop buying him fish because he cries every time they die. You can't just keep buying him new ones. Right. No, it's a, a very temporary solution to a bigger problem. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty much, they had a cat while I was there, but pretty much, yeah, I've never, even uh, I lived with my uncle a few year, uh, yeah, a few years ago for a few months, and they had like three dogs. Two of them were big dogs, because I don't know different types of dogs, but they were like big dogs, and they thought they were lap dogs. So like <laughs> they're constantly climbing on me, and I'm just like, get off! <laughs> right. Because I don't like pets, and I don't care who knows it. Internet. <laughs> I'm stating it right here. I stated I don't like The Walking Back. Dead. I don't like pets. I'm just saying everything to make the internet not like me and not tune into my shows. More thumbs down for you. Did you see that? I posted I the other did, day. I read, I read that and uh, I was like, whoa, man. I don't... Well, Have you're you gonna be comments yet? 
Like, has anybody like given a reason why they didn't like it? I didn't. I didn't hear anything. I didn't see anything. For those of you who are unaware, um, I posted on my Facebook page the other day how uh, my mother was my first guest on this show. And that's that episode got a thumbs down on YouTube. And and like my friend Angelina said, you know, like you're putting things out there on the Internet. People are not going to like it. But like it just made me sad that like the episode, the first episode with a guest, which had my mother got a thumbs down. <laughs> you know what I mean? What did you and your mom talk about? Because I haven't gotten around to listening to that one yet. Well, shame on you, Jake. No, um, I guess we started out talking about uh, the pretty much the year of the reaper 2016 and did a lot of people really you know did a lot of celebrities really die or was it because of the immediacy of the media and things like that and then almost like this about halfway through which i think is a sign that maybe the show should only be a half hour i don't know um but about halfway through we kind of ran out of that topic and then we got into talking about a little bit of family stuff gotcha. but you know I didn't think it was boring, and uh, granted, it was family who said it. But um, one of my cousins messaged me because she uh, we talked about her, and she goes, "I was almost yelling at my Kindle because I wanted to comment so bad on what you guys were talking about. It was as if you were talking right here in the room." Huh. So huh. maybe we'll so get that some. Sounds like a good co- if you get somebody that wants to like join in on the conversation, even though they, there's no physical way that you'd ever be able to hear them or anything like that. I think that's a good sign, even if it was a family member or something like that. But I, uh, I listen to a talk show on my morning commute, and yeah, I definitely like say things to the uh, hosts and stuff like that. That even though there's no way they can hear me, like I still feel a part of the conversation, and that I still want to get my opinion and voice out there. So uh, I think that's a, a good sign, though, in my opinion. Absolutely. Hopefully we'll get some uh, good reactions on this one. Yeah, go ahead and yell at it. me for, you know, liking cats. If you yell at your computer, how could you like cats? They're assholes. Like, that's good. Go ahead. Yell it. Yell at me for it. Like, we want that kind of conversation. Uh, Write it in the comments. We're, you know, on the Lost show, for anybody who listens to that, uh, you know, uh, Megan especially is always on there where she's like, come at me, people, you know, because uh, she's like, I like Kate and whatever. Now, I don't want to get too much into that because that's its own show. But she's constantly like, you know, fight me in the comments, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> she actually said that uh, because I, I did an episode with her and Mike. Uh, I was just I was finishing up that edit today. Um, and she said that she wants to hear an episode with you and Mike. Sure. I mean, any particular reason though? I don't know. Well, she <laughs> said at first she said, uh, cause, um, through text, Esteban somewhat, uh, now he didn't call her out. He was, you know, being himself and he's a very, uh, dry, sarcastic person. And um, at the time when I was editing, I, you know, he was listening to her episode of The Lost Show. And uh, he's like, she's very good. She should be a recurring guest. And I said, oh, you're listening to it. That's great. And I said, I'm, you know, I said, you should be, too, because I'm editing your episode. And I said, this conversation is great. And, you know, I said, it's uh, going to be 
slightly longer than hers and he made some sort of comment about like and of better quality you know <laughs> <laughs> and uh so you know i i i was telling her like oh esteban said this and and whatever and then i'm like you know because i knew she would get it as like not an actual insult and i'm like and he said this and she goes all right she's and then she, i uh she kind of called him out and she's like we need to both be on this you know on an episode and have a guest off and i'm like yeah, i don't really I, yeah, I don't we should do that we should get a, a collective group even if it uh several of us uh to to join in and, and do a an episode maybe like the finales or something like that i've uh, actually been be, thinking about that yeah that would be fun that would be really fun i uh, yeah i've been uh, i've been trying to figure out if that would work because um as anyone who's listening to this may realize uh we are recording this over skype and whether it's through skype or facebook there is it's very very minimal but there is a bit of a delay so i don't necessarily want too many people talking over each other and part of the problem is the program that I use to record these conversations as of, and again, I haven't tried it with multiple, like the two of them were in the same place. So it, there wasn't, it wasn't as difficult, but it right. records the master track. It records an author track, which would be me and the participants track, which would be you or them or whoever. And I don't know if it's going to, uh, if like say if it was you, me, and Esteban, I don't know if it would record you two as one track. So I don't necessarily want it to be like if I talk over you or you talk over me, I can kind of cut out my part or your part and leave just you know what I mean, the person who actually should be heard. But if you talk over Esteban, I won't necessarily be able to cut that out as well. Right, right, okay. Yeah, so, tough, uh, good question there. Tough, but my I'm only my only down option. For trying it. <laughs> What's that? I'm down for trying anything. I guess when it comes to this. Oh, absolutely. So, good, good ad of when it comes to this. Um, yeah, I, I know. I was like, ooh, first time I said it, I was like, ooh, make sure to add that. Uh, <laughs> I am down to try a lot, as you may know, Paul, but uh, not not everything. No. Um, well, no, but my the only thing I can think of, because right now, for anybody who doesn't know, we obviously this is strictly an audio uh, podcast show, um, but I'm thinking just for us, if we ever do that, just for us, for our own well-being, so that we can try to not talk over each other, I'm thinking we might, we should do uh, a group video chat if we were going to do that. Obviously, I, you know, I cut any video out, but it would just be so that, you know, if I see that you're about to say something, then that means that I won't speak over you. There's, there's, I think there's less of a chance of, uh, you know, uh, crossover in terms of conversation. Yeah, no, uh, good. You, you very good point. And I, uh, yeah, I don't see a problem with that. So yeah, that's something to think about. Yeah. Um, what uh, I'm going to put you on the spot right now, since I'm really Shit. trying to not cut this episode at all. What is the next episode that you're going to be? It's unfortunately this kind of turned into like the lost, lost with friends like sub show, sub show, yeah. And uh, uh, definitely next time you're on this show, if there is a next time, next time you're on this show, I will have more things to talk about. I promise. But what's the next episode you're going to be on um, the Lost with Friends show? You could tease that a little bit. Let the people know. Uh, wet their appetite just a little bit, as they say. 
that is a great question that uh, I'm going to throw back at you, Paul, because I don't know if we've decided. Um, did I did I, did we confirm the next episode? I, Why don't you give a good introduction I, to that? I honestly I don't remember if we've. T- I know you said you you like talking about lock episodes, but I don't remember if we right. if we came up with any one in particular. Um, I know I'm doing. Uh, uh, you know, I don't want to tell too much about who's going to be doing what. The plan is I'm recording the Confidence Man uh, discussion sometime this upcoming week. And the what, what's after that? Solitary? Yeah, Solitary is after Confidence Man. Yeah, so I'm, I'm supposed to be recording those two uh, rather soon. But uh, I think after that, there's only oh, the motorcycle just went by. That's how warm it is here, by the way, folks. It's January something, and motorcycles are out on the streets. And I love it, because I hate the winter. 50 degrees here in Detroit. 50 degrees. Yeah. I don't know about uh, you, but I'm not a fan of winter at all. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Fight, fight me, commentators. I'm not a fan <laughs> of winter. It's because like people, I have a friend uh, who's like, you know, oh, you live in northeastern Pennsylvania. You should, you know, if you don't like winter, move. And I'm like, I don't like winter and, you know, deal with it. I can complain about it just as much as, you know, during the summer, you can complain that you want winter back. Yeah. Not only that, it's just not the easiest to kind of pick up and move, but, you know. (laughs) No, it's, it's not, but. Luckily, I know that if I uh, if I you know move to uh, Detroit, I always have a place to stay. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Just constantly putting you on the spot on this. <laughs> yeah, no, didn't see that one coming. Curveball me there. <laughs> um, I don't know what else. Uh, do you have anything in particular you want to talk about? Hmm, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> Believe me, to, I'm right there with you. We have, uh, we're actually starting. So I don't know if I mentioned uh, what I even do with the company. I'm a, a teacher. Uh, I teach uh, technical classes with Little Caesars. So um, anything technology related because we have our own in-house IT. Um, so I teach mostly about the POS systems. Um our classes typically start at 9, but we're now moving them to 8.30 start times because we have that much material. We have a good reviews that we want to do, and so we just had a hard time fitting it in from 9 to 5, so we're moving them to 8.30 to 5. But that means just a half hour earlier for me and, and what I got to do and stuff, so uh, not looking forward to that starting tomorrow. Uh, POS system? Uh, point of sale. It does typically stand for something else, depending on yeah, when you're out of that, you know, uh, out of that. Yes, but uh, and we also we sometimes joke that our POS is a POS, but uh, point of sales is what it stands for in the restaurant world. If you say so. <laughs> it's point um, of sale. That's that's where you do all your transactions. I no, I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, believe me, I, I, I hear you about, you know, not wanting to go to work and I mean, eight 30, that's sleeping in and at my job. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's right. You got, well, you're at a 24 hour, uh, 24 seven, uh, supermarket. So yeah, we were actually, uh, a 
coworker and I, we were there for 6 a.m. this morning, which means it was a 5 yeah. o'clock wake-up for me. Yeah. And that was with him giving me a ride. Because anyone who doesn't know, I don't drive yet. But so no, but normal. Well, if it had been if if it had been me and just the boss, chances are I would have had to be up at four so that I could leave my house at five so I could get there by six. Right. And you know, it's it's not. I mean, it's close, but it's not really close. In, uh, yeah. No. I mean, obviously, you've done the walk before, so an, an hour sounds right just from doing it driving. But uh, yeah, not. Is it just a straight? It is a, just a straight shot down that one road, right? Um, there's the turns. Couple turns in there. Yeah, okay, a couple then. like uphill because it's actually yeah. oddly enough it's uphill both ways, which you know once <laughs> once I get older I could say I walked uphill both ways in the snow and you know all that stuff like our parents and grandparents say to us. Right. Um. But yeah, if you go, but there there are turns and um it's. It is dangerous that early because people aren't really thinking, oh, hey, there's going to be someone walking on the side of the road. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. And it's technically a federal highway. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that, uh, and it's not, it's not your fault. It's really not. But I'm thinking that because I was rather unprepared that i have bored you and the audience enough so i'm thinking the audience might... probably i could do this i don't have too much to do but no i mean i'm a if you come up with talking points i'll talk that's for sure so uh, i promise the next that. time that i will have because i'm thinking what i'll do is uh i think i might get some like weird news articles and you know what I mean? Like when a conversation, when there's a, a lull in, in the conversation, I might just be like, here's this story about, you know, uh, I, what did I read? I, I, I didn't read the article. I just read the headline, but it was something about how like in China, they're not allowed to use ballpoint pens. However, someone in China invented a better use for ballpoint pens. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That'd be a definitely good, uh, good discussion point there. Huh? <laughs> Definitely would put me. It would put me on the edge of my seat because I don't. Would you plan on giving me this article ahead of time, or would you just be like, "Here's the article. What's your reaction? Like, are you curveballing me again, or do I get prep time?" Um, I don't know. I, I kind of like the the curveball thing. <laughs> I kind of like it too. Like, I'm not. I'm not asking you to give me prep time. I was just curious uh, which way it was gonna go because well, uh, if yeah, you have a moment, to me being like. Hmm. Uh, that's interesting, Paul. <laughs> if you have a moment, I'm actually going to look it up while we're talking right now. Um. Okay, here I found it very easily from the oh, Washington. I was about to start singing "Don't Stop Believing," but okay. <laughs> oh, we can't pay for that song, Jake. Come on. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I forgot what kind of budget we're working with here. <laughs> um. Okay, from the Washington Post, written by Adam Taylor, January 18th. 2017 finally china manufactures a ballpoint pen all by itself <laughs> and now i i'm i'm not going to even try to pronounce some of these names because that would just be horrible for everyone involved so i'm just going to say china that the chinese president made headlines this week with a speech at the world economic forum 
in Switzerland that passionately defended free trade in the face of a worldwide surge in anti-globalism populism. But closer to home, a less dramatic story may paint a more complicated and nuanced picture of China's role in the global economy. This story involves something as simple as the ballpoint pen. Yes, that humble device you may well have lying around your desk or collecting dust at the bottom of your bag. And China's long and frustrating quest to manufacture it domestically. This month, that quest has finally been fulfilled, and Chinese state media is all over it. Here's one example of the coverage from the English language Twitter account of, I can't pronounce this, some, some type of news agency. And there's a video here, and it's China has developed its own ballpoint pen tips. I will include this article in the description of this video, so you can check that video out It's you know once you're done listening to this, because, you know, keep listening to the end, people. Um... To anyone outside of the ballpoint pen manufacturing world, it might seem hard to understand what exactly is so surprising about this development. China already produces 38 billion ballpoint pens a year, according to China Daily, which is about 80% of all ballpoint pens in the world. That's a lot of pens, but there was a catch. That is a lot of pens. That is a lot of pens. China had long been unable to produce a high-quality version of the most important part of the pen, its tip. The tip of a ballpoint pen is what makes it a ballpoint pen. At the tip, a freely rotating ball is held in a small socket which connects it to an ink reservoir that allows the pen to write or draw lines. Manufacturing a ballpoint pen tip that can write comfortably for a long period of time requires high-precision machinery and precisely thin steel, but for years, China was unable to match those crafted by foreign companies, which says a lot if China can't manufacture the thing for a long time. Right. Uh, while there were over 3,000 companies manufacturing pens in China, none had their own high-end technology for the tip. Instead, about 90% of the pen tips and refills, too, were imported from Japan, Germany, and Switzerland, according to Chinese state media. This cost the industry $17.3 million a year, according to the China National Light Industry Council. Their inability to produce a complete, high-quality ballpoint pen came to widespread attention in 2015 when the Premier singled out the products at a seminar in Beijing. That's the only name so far that I can actually pronounce. <laughs> uh, noting that his writing was rough when he used Chinese-made ballpoint pens. For the Premier, China's failure to manufacture a complete ballpoint pen was indicative of the Chinese economy's weakness. Quote, that's the real situation facing us, uh, unquote, the premier said at the time. Quote, we cannot make ballpoint pens with a smooth writing function, unquote. Now, I don't really, I'm not going to continue reading the whole article, but that's the pro problem facing China? Right, like, they were stressed out about this? <laughs> um, I Maybe we just take ballpoint pens for granted here that we don't really care where they came from or the story behind them, but wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard that a lot where they say that uh, certain things that they manufacture over there, like, you know, video game parts and, and things like that, like they're not allowed to have them because their government is so strict. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I believe it knowing the, you know, strict censorship of China. Uh, but wow. Huh. Yeah. 
but yeah, I was, I was, I actually was looking up something the other day. Oh, excuse me. The other day about strange news. And that was one of the first things that pops up is, uh, China has finally made a ballpoint pen. And I'm like, it's 2017. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think we need to like work on pens that just write themselves or something. But, you know, that's, we that's have pens that can write in space and they're <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they're like, we got guys, guys, we got a ballpoint pen. You're like, all right, cool. So what does it do? Does it shoot lasers? Can I like stab people with it? No, no, no. You're going to write on a piece of paper with it. You're like, what? <laughs> Not just write, but write for hours. For hours. Anything you want. Do you want to write some letters? Do you want to write some numbers? Do you want to draw with it? You make some sketches? With this ballpoint pen, you can do that. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, I mean, I don't know about you. I, I would assume not in, in your job, but like, I barely even use pens anymore. Sorry. For some reason, the recording keeps dropping out. Uh, no, I mean, uh, I mean, I use pens on occasion for sure. But I, again, I just take it for granted, I guess. Yeah, that's so weird. Um, but yeah, so those are the types of articles that you can look forward to next time. <laughs> I'm that? in. I mean, uh, I, I'm in what, whatever we decide to do. I'm having a good time. So I'm, I'm glad this is I'll tell you this right here. Like you can tell in my voice and I know when you were here, you were able to tell. I'm thinking the whole time I'm like, because I am the type of person who I want everyone to like me. And I consider you a very good friend. And like you came all yes. the way here and now you're you're taking time out of your day to record this podcast with me and i'm just like he's not having a good time this is so boring to him i'm wasting his time and i feel bad oh, that's what the end button would have been like yeah he would have been talking to like dead air for like a couple minutes if you would have if i was uh, bored by this you would have learned long ago <laughs> fair enough fair enough but i i did like no. the, the whole time i'm just like this is so because i'm like you can, and you could tell you go back and listen to this episode. You can tell like I'm grasping at straws. I'm like, um, uh, tell us about Detroit Rock City. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just may have been a little unprepared, but it's not. Um, luckily, I like you enough where I can put up with that. And I mean, I specifically told you, hey, I got this time free. So I make sure that you're not pushing up against anything for me where I'm like, ah, wrap it up, Paul, wrap it up. You know, like I'm going to make sure I got the time set aside for you and set aside for this. Um, I had, I mean, we mentioned it was an hour and we're going on an hour right now, but what, I don't even know what we said for our lost one. And that ended up going for almost two hours. <laughs> so uh, I make sure I got the time for it. And it's something that I, I definitely want to do. And I keep you updated on when I can do it and everything because I like doing it. It's, it's fun. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and like I said, uh, probably once we're off mic, so there you're not on the spot, which will probably be the name of this episode, by the way, on the spot. On the spot, sure. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we, we will definitely have to discuss um, the next Lost episode that you're going to be on because the people want it, man. I'm looking at my face, not right this minute, but I've been looking at the Facebook page and uh, it tells me how many people it reached you know, from yeah. me sharing it, uh, my mother shares it, of course. And uh, the numbers are, are high for yours. Well, pretty much the first, like, four or five episodes, the numbers are, are pretty awesome. high. They're 
over it's almost it's not like you know couple hundred but it's almost that like 200 people reached so and that's just that's through great. facebook that doesn't i don't know how many you know people your twitter reaches or esteban's twitter reaches or anything like that so well i could look i think i could look at those statistics i think there's like a twitter analysis uh, analysis or something like that and um and i think you're able to look at those so i might have to check that out yeah hey people you're are liking it Here's something we can discuss for a second. Speaking of episode titles and stuff, what's up with uh, my episode? Was called T Neck New Jersey. Okay, thank you, <sighs> thank you, thank what? you. Several we episodes we in, and we some discussed this or anything, so I'm very confused. Several <laughs> episodes in, and somebody finally because no one has asked me. I've been, I for have, and I've been. I just keep forgetting to ask, but uh, it's something I've, I've been wondering. I've been sitting here every day and every time I'm like, I hope that someone asks me that what the point of these episode titles is. And uh, the hint lies in the episode in Mike's episode title, which is guys, where are we? Or no, it's what is it? How does something does like something that like happen? That happen? Slash are? guys, where are we? And it's the final few words spoken in each episode of the show, whether it's through a song like Megan's episode is going to take them away, which was the song that was played was the last few words in the song that was playing yours. um, It's very, very faint, but according to the transcripts on Lostpedia, it says that it's there in the episode walkabout. uh, They're doing the, um, the, the giant fire where they're kind of burning the fuselage, you know? Right. And Locke is staring at his wheelchair, and very faintly in the background, you can hear Claire say something about somebody who is from Teaneck, New... I don't know if I'm even pronouncing it right, but Teaneck, New Jersey. And then I looked that up, and that's why in parentheses it says, home of co-creator uh, Damon Lindelof, because that's actually where he was born and raised. So... <gasps> That, I'll be damned. <laughs> so that is the, if you if you look and you go back and watch all the the episodes at, so far, that's where the the title of each thing comes is from the last you know few words or whatever that are that are on either spoken or heard on screen. Wow. Okay. I could. All right. That makes sense now. Okay. I just was so confused. I'm like, we didn't talk about this. Like, well, where where is this going? Like. Uh, should I be listening again? Did he add something in there? Like, but okay, I get it. I get it. Actually, I kind of took that from, um, now I haven't watched any of season two, but I kind of took that from the TV series Quantico. I don't know if you've watched that show. Uh, it premiered last year on ABC. I've heard good things. Um, first season was great. Um, like I said, I haven't seen anything from season two yet, but, uh, the I don't know how it is. In, I don't know if it's the exact same way in season one, but or I'm, I'm sorry, in season two. But the uh, episode titles for season one, it was the the last word spoken in each episode was the title of the episode. So like if and they, so they uh, spoil it like they spoil well, no, it, not necessarily spoil it, because like, OK, I believe the first episode is called run because at the very end of the first episode, she yells run you know, one person yells run to another person. And like one of the episodes is called 
Quantico, because at the very end of the episode, the line is like, you know, we're going back to Quantico or something. But like they, they don't they don't say like what the full sentence is. It's literally just whatever the last word, you know, like if it was if I'm, you know, because it's a, you know, like a spy type show. So like if I'm holding a gun to you and I say, let's go, the episode would be titled Go. Oh, huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, okay. I can so roll with it. I kind of, and I mean, of course, because you don't want to necessarily use the last exact word. Cause then there's, you know, how many times might somebody say we, or, you know what I mean? Island or whatever. As so that's why I started doing the last few words or the last sentence or, or something like that. Oh, Okay. Thanks for clearing that up. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I just, because uh, I mean, I, I never even heard Claire say the whole T-neck thing. I haven't paid attention, so. Okay, I, let's. I honestly never did either. I was looking up, because I was, I was looking at the transcript on Lostpedia to see, because, like, they don't have the, um, the... Like, they put whatever the song is, but they don't have the words from the song. And I got really upset because in the Tabula Rasa episode, that song, you know, it's going to take them away or whatever. And there's the guy, like, mumbles. And I can't, I couldn't find out what the one word was. And I looked up lyrics online and, like, four different lyric sites have four different things that he mumbles. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, all right, obviously I'm not going to include the entire line. That's why I'm just going to put, take them away. (laughs) Okay. But when I was looking up uh, to see what the final words were, it said that, you know, uh, you know, at the, at that scene and it said, Claire, you know, so-and-so Teaneck, New Jersey. And I'm like, she says that. And I had to put my disc you know, put the disc in and I'm like turning the volume up really loud and putting my ear close to the, to the speaker. And I'm like, she does say that I've never caught that before. I'm like, but it's there. And I kind of hoped that someone would ask based on that. <laughs> oh, all right. That's uh yeah, it's interesting. And uh, kudos to whoever wrote the transcript, I guess for really, really getting detailed. They could have just put in quotes, Claire continues on or something like that. But they uh they got down to the nitty gritty there. Well, as you know, with Lostpedia, they're probably one of the the best reference points. Yeah, it's better. Did you ever uh did you ever get the the Lost Encyclopedia, that giant book? I actually have it. <laughs> yes, I got it too, and uh, it's not the best. Like if you go to on Lostpedia and you go to the Lost Encyclopedia page, there's a list of all the mistakes that that, that encyclopedia made because we're better at these things than somebody paid to write a book about it. So any, all the fans actually put the real information on Lostpedia and on that page. Uh, so, yeah, the Lost Encyclopedia is it's nice, but Lostpedia is a way better reference point. I agree. I kind of, well, I mean, I thought the book was going to be a better, no, I don't want to say a better guide, but just as good as Lostpedia. Yeah, I, no, like, that's when, what I was aiming for. You can, you can say you, you thought it would be better. I thought it would be better. I'll say it. Can't fight me in the comments, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, um, Esteban and I brought this up in, in his episode and, and I said, I'm like, I have that book. And like, I didn't even get to finish with saying I have that book. And he's like, it's terrible. I don't like it. Like, no, it's like, again, it's not, it, it misses out on saying there's, 
there's typos, there's, yeah, omissions and wrong information. It's like I said, read the Lostpedia article on the Lost Encyclopedia, and you'd be like, wow, I can't believe somebody said, gave the okay on this. Because I thought it was like, what, Greg Nations or something that was like supposed to be working on this thing? And it's, yeah, some chump made it, I guess, but. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I, you know, when he said, oh, I don't like it, and I'm like, well, no, but because I, I was referencing a particular part, and it was the part where they say, you know, uh, the show is like an iceberg, and what you see on screen is just the tip of the iceberg, and in that book, they say this book is to represent you know, everything under the surface, everything that you didn't see, and it was supposed to connect things and whatever. And he goes, that's pretty much the only part of that book that I like. Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't dusted off the thing in a while because I'm so anti against it, but connecting, yeah, it does talk about the connections and stuff like that, but you could get that information from Lostpedia as well. So, Which, if I'm not I, mistaken, the writers actually said at one point, like, we go to Greg Nations when we need to find something, and if he either doesn't have the exact thing we're looking for, they're like, we pretty much go to Lostpedia because they're an amazing reference. That's true. They have said that. And I, maybe they should have worked closer with Lostpedia for this book. But oh, it's too late now. That was how many years ago? <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So there you have it, folks. Lost Encyclopedia, not good. Uh, <laughs> because I'm sure they're just the loved one in the here and wanted to hear all about it. That's my rant for the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, Detroit, great place. Yes. Uh, what else did we cover? China now makes China now, ballpoint pens. Ball fantastic. <laughs> um, unfortunately this did turn into lost with friends sub show and, uh, you know, hopefully next time it will be better. Like I said, I will be better prepared next time. Thank you for sticking it out with me, Jake. Thank you, listeners, for sticking it out with us. Um, do you, uh, since, again, since some of them may not know from the Lost with Friends show, maybe some of them will actually listen to it now. Um, do you want to reiterate your social media places where they can find you? So they can, yes. you know, go after you for all of your things, not just in YouTube comments. Uh, absolutely. Um, uh, most everything, and I guess I should say Instagram and Twitter, it, my handle is JakeLCE. On Facebook, uh, Jacob Woken, I'm sure he'll tag me in it, and I will most definitely be sharing the uh, the post about it on, on mine. Um so yeah, you can find me on most social media, uh, either Jake LCE or Jacob Wolken. That's W-O-L-K-A-N for those that really care. Oh, that was a nice little like radio <laughs> thing you did there. <laughs> <laughs> for those that care. <laughs> I've actually, um, I've th you know what? I'll tell you this off mic. There's a little tease, people, so you have to come back because uh, I, you know, we will talk about this at another point, but it's a future thing. But uh, based on his, you know, social media thing, I'm going to use that as the sign off. Thank you again. There is no real uh, end to this show like there is on the Lost Show. I'm just going to say uh, thank you, and that was Paul and all. Wow. That episode was sizzling, wasn't it? For more content like this, how about you subscribe to the channel down below? While you're there, how about you like this particular episode and share it with your friends?